Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Gibb Insurance Agency Dallas. Today, along with Susanna Gibb, Philip talks about personal article floaters. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. We got Susanna Gibb with the Gibb Agency here. What's going on, Susanna? I am looking forward to the weekend, Philip, as I know you are too. Absolutely, it's going to be a fun weekend. My niece comes in town. Yay! But you have a great story about uh, a personal articles floater, right? That we're going to like change the names and backgrounds and details to protect the innocent. Yes, this was not our client, but this was some uh, another agent's client. Um, they insured the ring, because you can insure a ring for, it, and it was like $98,000 ring. So you have to get it appraised and turn in the appraisal. But once you list it on the policy like that, it's covered if it's just like, if you just lose it. Like you see those people who take off their rings in public bathrooms to wash their hands. I personally want to throttle them, but I see them do it, and I'm like, you're going to lose your ring. Mm. But if they've insured it, it would cover it. So he insures the ring, and they go to do the proposal on the beach. And I don't know what happens on the beach. I kind of wish I would have. But apparently, it didn't go well. And the fiancé, in this very dramatic turn, ex-fiancé, throws the ring into the ocean. Oh, what? Yeah. $98,000 ring. So the client calls back and he's like, I need to make this claim. And they're like, it's an intentional act. It's not covered. What? Bye-bye ring. All gone. What? $98,000. Out the window. Oh. Or in the ocean, I should say. Wow. Yeah. That would take lots of meditation. I would have to to immediately just, just leave me alone. I have to sit here. Yeah. Now, the difference would be, like, I heard a story about this restaurant in Florida where somebody proposed and the ring fell through the deck. Now, that's an accident. Um, So that would actually be covered. Although, when the ring was recovered a couple years later, they did, like, all this excavation or something, and they found the ring, and they were able to identify it and give it back to the person. At some point, you're expected to pay that back if you've made the claim, which is interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I had another client who called and he was like, listen, my Rolex is gone. I can't find it. It's And we had it listed on the policy. And so we start to go through the claim and the underwriters will call and say, hey, listen, uh, your client's making a claim. Is this a legitimate claim? Because, you know, it's a $10,000 Rolex. This is not just like a walk in the park easy claim because it also requires a level of trust. And I was like, no, this is, you know, it's a good client. It's a legitimate claim. So they go through the process of paying it out, and he finds it. He was like, oh, my God, I forgot. I put it in this pocket for safekeeping. And so they reverse the claim. And no, I think he'd gotten the money, and he had to send the money back. Mm, wow. So so, so personal articles, that is that going to be basically like your personal collectibles? Like, think, you know, so things that you personally own that are valuable? Absolutely. So rings, wedding rings. Um, jewelry, bracelets, cameras, um, 
art, bikes, um, these are the sometimes computers. These are the pretty the most common things that we see on the personal articles floater. And you also, when you turn it in, you give a value of this ring is worth this amount, and you're required to update it every year because whatever you list in that policy is what the insurance company is going to pay. Like you guys decide on the amount, and then if it gets lost or damaged or whatever, then it's paid. So if you think about things like art, which is, you know, really subjective, Mm -hmm. you know, you may have paid $2,000 at that art fair for it, but there's no way for an adjuster later to be like, was it really worth $2,000? So that's why, especially on art, that you, everybody decides in the beginning this is what we're going to pay if something happens to it. So, so, you, so you need you need to list it, right? You you saying you have to list it, list what you own uh, on, on there, you know. And and we're going to get into this, but this, as you're talking about it, this is why I know the insurance industry is going to get into the blockchain technology because it would be very easy for them to, because blockchain is just a database, right? Which is separate from the assets that are built from it. But you can literally like um, think of it like a serial number, like I can. Take a picture of my, you know, my, uh, of my. We just bought the. Uh, it's not an authentic. It's a. It's a. It's a. Um, it's not. It's a remade one of like the Prince Purple Rain album because we got like a. Uh, a uh, what do you call it? A player, a vinyl player. Forget what it's called. So we bought the album, but you can take a picture of it, um, and then say, "Hey, Susanna, put this on the put this on a blockchain of everything that Philip and Kelly owns with the specific mm-hmm. deal." So then that way. Uh, it's it's on there, but but my point is, um, I only have to list everything, so that's that's interesting. So 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 if so if it's not listed on there and we lose it, like I got a special pair of shoes, one of a kind, original Adidas. Well, shoes are interesting because if you wear them, they're not going to retain their value. Because right. I had somebody ask me, they're like, "Hey, I just bought these really expensive Nakona boots. They were twelve hundred dollar boots. Can I insure them?" And I said, "Well, you can insure them if you put them up on a shelf and they become art." But if you wear them, um, you're just going to wear them out, and they're not going to cover it that way. Got it, got it. Okay. So then, and, and we talked a little bit before, and this will be another whole probably episode as it develops out because we know there's not a real solution for it. But what's the challenge with insuring non-fungible tokens or NFTs? I think the biggest challenge for insurance companies is what triggers the loss. You know, so if in a home fire, for example, that's pretty obvious. There was a fire, things burned, that triggers the loss. Um, a theft triggers the loss. So if it's this electronic thing, what what triggers the loss? It, yeah, it, it would be a hack. If somebody stole your, basically, password, seed phrases, then they control your art, your digital art, your NFT. And so it would, it, it would, it would be similar to, you know, a cyber crime, like cyber theft. Well, and that's where, that's one of the things that they're they're like, well, is this a cyber issue or is this a property issue? Mm. Um, if it's a cyber theft, how do you ensure that level of property to begin with? Yeah. So yeah. cyber is a real tricky. It is um, tricky. It is tricky. And cyber theft has gone up, I think it's 180% the FBI has reported. So anybody who has a cyber policy now has seen huge increases yeah. and people who don't have cyber really need to. I only have one personal home insurance or personal company that offers cyber, but everybody needs cyber. 
Yeah, yeah. Cyber cyber is a difficult one because if you're like a nerd like me and you self-custody your own, you know, crypto Bitcoin, the way you self-custody it responsibly kind of negates the the need for insurance if you do it right. And then if you don't do it right, it's super easy to steal your stuff. So I'm like, why would an insurance co- why would an insurance company insure that? Because like it's going to get stolen. <laughs> You know. Well, and, and previously on insurance policies, money and securities are often excluded. So like if you hide a bunch of money under the mattress, that's not really a great place to store your money. But if you have this money secure money exclusion on your policy already, but then you have this crypto thing coming in, um, it, it just it's a it's a real interesting wrinkle. And I'm I'm gonna be fascinated to see how it plays out as insurance companies adapt to the environment and people wanting to have this covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because insurance companies, if they can make them, if they can figure out a way to make money on it, they will do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They absolutely. Hey, I would. I, I think I get business movies for them to just become the, uh, uh, the custody solution for storing the assets, right? Because then that that you know, it's like, hey, if you don't want to self custody it, use our solution that you're going to pay for. And then that way, they know it's done right, and they can charge you for storage. And it's the same thing, but we'll I'm see. sure they'll figure it out. Like at some point, wine wine was really challenging to ensure. There were so many restrictions, but now because so many people have their own wine storage and stuff, that a lot of carriers offer it now that didn't. So I have to imagine that crypto and and the NFTs are going to go the same way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, appreciate you. Let everybody know where they can reach if they want more information. Absolutely. www.giveagencydallas.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.